Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of 190,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals use Modeler.com's tools to discuss, discover, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting for the modern architect. Again, what's nice about the subject is that it's the architects that are continually evolving and innovating, and and we just get to cover all of that. We don't have to talk about Trump ever. <laughs> KZSU, Stanford University's FM radio station, broadcasting across the Bay Area on 90.1 FM and across the world at kzsu.org. From the campus of Stanford University, this is the Modern Architect radio show and podcast, featuring one-on-one interviews with renowned and cutting-edge architects, influencers, and sustainability leaders. The show and podcast will inform, educate, and illuminate the transformation, joy, and inspiration architecture brings to our cities, communities, and lives. Hosted by architecture aficionado and principal of Accurate, Tom Dioro. Thank you, Darlene. For our guest today, please welcome Laura Deem, founder and CEO of Dwell Magazine and Dwell Media. Name one of the decade's top 20 magazines. Dwell brings the very best of modern living architecture and design. As one of the only of its kind, the publication explores the concept of conserving both the interior and exterior designs of a home while striving for ultimate Harmony. Great word, harmony. Dwell also brings an aesthetic in home design that is modern, idea-driven, and sensitive to social and physical surroundings. Dwell strives for uh, its readers to always feel at home in the modern world. For more information, feel free to visit www.dwell.com. That's www.dwell.com. Hello, Laura. We're honored and super excited to have you on The Modern Architect today. Thanks, Tom. Nice to be here. Oh, as soon as you came in, I was like, oh, Laura, you're here. Thank you for coming out. (laughs) Really excited. Laura, I'd like to start with some early inspiration. I know we talked in the green room, even though it's not green. About you know what started Dweller. How about if we go back even go even further? Some early inspirations for you that something that you can recall as far as you can recall that kind of inspired where you are now and what you're doing now and what you're experiencing now. If you're you know if you're yeah. liberty to share that. Yeah, there's a couple things. I think one of my first memories of all, not just design, was moving into a home in Janesville, Wisconsin, and okay. it was a big Victorian home, and feeling really displaced. I was about three years old, and there was a little foyer off the entryway that had one of those little benches that in Victorian sometimes they had built-in benches maybe people took off their boots there (laughs) and I just felt so happy that there was just this little room with a little bench my size and I really think that sort of in a funny way like um, why I love modern design is because I think it's so suited to exploring ideas, and so maybe something in there was uh, yeah. resonating. I also played a lot with little people and built houses obsessively for them. Did uh, you like floor Cal- plans? They on were your all own? one level, always like um, kind of ca- California indoor outdoor style. 
Really? And this is, uh, how old do you think you were growing up, if you can recall? Oh, I don't know when you play with those, maybe. I don't know when you play, (laughs) or if you ever stopped. Yeah, right, right, seven or eight, or I don't know. Okay, so looking back then, how about even when you went to school, was there any thoughts of, I would like to get into design, I would like to do this? No, not really. um, It was always, I thought I would study business, I grew up in a direct mail family business, and um, it just seemed like that's what I would do, and um, and not necessarily the family business, but sort of business in general. And so I studied marketing, which felt like the most creative uh-huh. of those um, majors you could take. And um, and then um, the family business sold sometime after I was out of college, and still young though, and I was able to kind of uh, choose what I wanted to do. And and I was, um, you know. I got some money from the sale, and oh. and I thought I would study social work. I got really interested in that, and sort of nothing was clicking. And then I moved out to the Bay Area in 1994, and I saw a little uh, for sale by owner sign on this little rundown house really? in downtown Mill Valley. Sign? This yeah, for, for sale, sale by, by owner. Yeah, okay. and um, and I just fell in love with the location, not so much the house. But, yeah. <laughs> it tells about the house. Yeah. That was uh, so. The architectural unique. merit of yeah. the house. Yeah. yeah. At the time. It was a little shotgun shack, they called them. And, um, and, it was in such disrepair, like literally the <laughs> kitchen backsplash was a garbage yeah. bag. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said that. A real one. Like the. the yeah. I mean, it does keep water off. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, does. It's so you, of, yeah. You've gone, you went from that to there. What were, um, so from there, what, what, uh, yeah. what developed? You know, when so you then I needed to find an architect. Um, apparently you need architects to do things. <laughs> I learned that by True. getting red yeah. tagged. And then I um, worked with this architect and he was great and trying to kind of school me, showing me Abatare and Domus and just like he was, uh, he was modern inclined yeah. for sure. And um, and but I had a hard time sort of communicating what was in my head to him. And so he'd come back with drawings, and I was like, "That's I don't know how to say it's not it, but it's not it," you know. And I don't know what about it is. And yeah. um, and so I went back to school and I studied design and. Uh, industrial design, interior design, and and then came back and worked with the same guy on the same project, and it was totally different because I had some sort of knowledge of design, and um, and we explored an idea of kind of going down and having it be low pro and kind of in the hill versus going up, and then um, you know and just sort of that is how the house grew, and then sort of the, it was right on the street, so we had to not use, like, big windows on the street side. So the house kind of, I always thought of it as sort of grew out of those ideas. Okay. And uh, I I always liked that. And then I met my husband, now husband, right the first night. <laughs> I like that. I met yeah. my husband. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, right, right outside the house. No. Um, no, my our third date was my first night in the house after it was completed and um and yeah and so then I fell in love with design even more and he took me to the Milan Furniture Fair in spring of 98 and I just was super struck by design culture over there and then coming back here and really 
there wasn't any design culture or what's that like when you when you go from there and then you you see what is a, what's there, what's possible and what is real and then go back to I know it's beautiful we have great weather and everything here but it's not yeah yeah well I I felt like I wanted to do something about it sort of help and and uh, and I was I knew all of these architects and designers through my husband and. Um, I saw how much talent was out there, and it just wasn't at all being, I mean, barely being employed. And um, and I didn't know, I didn't know, you know, how I was going to do anything. But one night I did have, like, this epiphany that I was looking at a GA magazine, Global Architect magazine, okay. and, I, and I just thought, you know, if we could show this kind of work that inspires so many of us so much, but yet talk about it in a really accessible way, because no one's reading GA, no one's reading these trade journals. You know, it's like they're just like <laughs> in another realm for people that are embarking on learning yeah. about design. So break it down and talk about it. So this was all formulating within your mind and your heart. It was a real light bulb. I mean, I, yeah, I, okay. I just felt like it really needed. Uh, there would be a place for it. And so, oh boy, you've yeah. certainly discovered there is a place for it, and it's yeah. even more so. How are you? You know, I, you had the direct marketing, direct mail background. How has that helped with with uh, uh, the messaging for the your vision? Yeah, well, I'm I'm not sure it helped with the messaging as much as. Um, you know, direct mail at that time was a science kind of, and and uh, I've never and, heard of that. That's awesome. Yeah, a I mean, science. Okay. Yeah, you could you could figure out what your list universe was, and then yeah. you know test against things, and and so um, you know, I did I did write the business plan the next day, and kind of did think about like production and things that you know that, that magazines and direct mail share in common, but um, I. I knew enough to hire some people that had launched magazines to help me really write the business plan and model it. And then I did a direct mail test and, um, and it turns out it wasn't just me and my friends that were <laughs> interested. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. a really what positive were the responses, response. What responses, if you can recall? You know, like, this is great. You've got to do it or hope it. Well, no, I sent out like 225,000 pieces, and I got well, that's significant. A, a way higher than industry average response rate on it. So it was like, okay, we're going to do this. How did two hundred and twenty-five thousand? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So so you've got you've got that that. Um, Experience that background. What? Uh, how has it evolved? Say, uh, when, when was the year that it began? Like officially, like here's our first publication. Yeah. and let's go. It was October two thousand. Two thousand publication. Yeah. How did you feel when it when you first did that? I'm really? You know, with... honestly, I I got married that same month. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I was. Bit, you got a lot of good things going on. Distracted, huh? yeah. but no, I I knew I had a really great team. <laughs> Like, super creative people yeah. from day one have always worked on this project and have always um, contributed to it. And I think, um, you know, it's an easy subject to get to be passionate about. And um, I think when you're passionate, yeah. you make great work. And that's yeah. what we've we've. How was the culture at Dwell? Because it, it, it sounds like a, a kind of... You are, you're a beacon for that. Is it by design that you look for the kind of people that you're really in, inspired by? 
Yeah, I think, um, you know, when interviewing the first editor, who was Carrie Jacobs, I remember talking to other editors that were really concerned about what the styling budget would be and, you know, like uh, fresh flowers and, uh, you know, and I'm just like, that's not kind of how I see the photography, probably. <laughs> and um, I remember meeting Carrie and she had done some work with Tibor Kalman on Colors Magazine, and I just loved Colors Magazine, and I just, and our conversation was just so great, how she really wanted to get at, um, you know, how we really live in in our homes, and how modern design can weave into that, and provide an optimism, and culture. Yeah, and, it's definitely a culture. Um, how about the, the response from your, the subscribers, and uh, uh, people reading your magazine, how, do you get them daily, I would think? We do. We get a yeah. lot of letters. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, some people do have a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> and we'll really get into the grammatical concerns. But, no, no, it's great. We we do. We get a lot. We You know, people, I, I feel so lucky. I mean, people really love dwell and res- and feel i think a part of a movement or community or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it and i think it it does hold that for people and yeah we're lucky yeah so how are you always finding such great topics great design on a continuous basis does it do you reach out to find it does it come to you a little yeah, both really yeah. both yeah okay. really both but i i think that um Again, what's nice about the subject is that it's the architects that are continually evolving and innovating, and and we just get to cover all of that, you know. And so it's just a great. We just have a yeah. lucky. We don't have to talk about Trump ever. <laughs> <laughs> and you just keep. So, so, yeah, how is that? I mean, do you have a states people on on your the homes of senators and presidents past or previous? Uh, n- we would if they were great, they ser- interesting, modern work, yeah. you know, for sure. We um, have done some celebrity, but, yeah, no politicians. Okay. Yeah, so, so how about the celebrity? Has any? Uh, do they reach out to you? Or, well, actually, what am I saying? I know they do, but what's that like when you say, oh, my goodness, I didn't know he or she had this type of home? Um, it doesn't happen that often, I oh, think. Oh, really? Yeah, not- I mean, you know... Um, it's hard. It would be hard for Dwell to cover something that is like way overdone, and I, I do think sometimes is that by design that you did, that's not going to work with your yeah. Okay. I think you know trying to. I have this this uh, saying sometimes. I feel like the Dwell readers are trying to keep up with their own ideas more than they're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, that's really you know? good. And it's just like yeah. when you can really see ideas come through of these projects of this family that really wanted to, I don't know, have indoor-outdoor in their kitchen or whatever. Yeah. And um, I think it's just lovely. And sometimes I do feel like in really, really pricey houses, ideas can get lost. That's interesting. Yeah. Share with but, us a bit about that. Because regardless, if they say there's no budget, that doesn't mean that the taste and the style is going to uh, uh, be something that, Dwell would even be interested in. Is that possibly true? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Share with this. How, why not? You know, and your your feelings. Or um, well, it it really goes back to what I love about modern design, and what I feel is important is that it is um, 
important to our culture to have a marker on this day, uh, what, yeah, what's been going on in this day. And you like music and art, I think architecture should also have that kind of response. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's not very interesting for us to cover something that w the main idea was let's okay. pretend we're in 1880 in France or something. I mean, it's a good look. I mean, it's it can be beautiful. <laughs> I mean, cruel. but let's pretend. You know, yeah, I mean, it's I totally it's get it. yeah. it's. I think it's really strange. I think it's. Um, you know, that said, I I love some neoclassical homes are are gorgeous, even if they were just built in the last fifty years or whatever. Yeah. But they, um, when they're built now, I do wonder if people might feel a sense of inauthentic, not not being authentic. Okay. Well, let's touch back on that when we return. This is The Modern Architect, KZSU, Stanford, 90.1 FM. The Stanford Archive of Recorded Sound is a wonderful resource for those interested in classical music and jazz. The archive contains thousands of historical recordings and numerous collections of printed materials. It's located in the Braun Music Center on the Stanford campus. To learn how you can take advantage of all the archive offers, visit it on the web at lib, so lib for library, dot stanford dot edu backslash ars. You can also just search for the Stanford Archive of Recorded Sound. We're talking today with Laura Deem, founder and CEO of Dwell Magazine and Dwell Media. Name one of the decades, the decades, top 20 magazines. Dwell brings the very best of modern living, architecture, and design. For more information, feel free to visit dwell.com. That's dwell, D-W-E-L-L.com. Laura, about this authenticity, that's actually, I, I couldn't find the word in looking through your publications and website. That's, that's what I thought it was. It's very authentic, even though it's, it's, um, it's relevant. Is that something you strive for? I don't know, if I'm reaching, tell me, but it's, it seems like that, that's a very accurate description. How do you feel about it or am I, am I, am I, uh, stretching it a bit? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. It's something, uh, we just feel in our in our bodies, I guess, or not, right? <laughs> okay. um, I, you know, there's a lot written about modern architects, right? A lot about this sort of like one. I think I think it was a Stephen Hull book that I read once that talked about like this yearning to have right, grandma's kitchen, and um, I think a lot of us sort of feel that, yeah. right? And and so a lot of us would now go around and think about what the chair rails were or whatever and kind of try to recreate it in that way but the reality is that it's probably going to be you know so much larger than grandma's kitchen I mean people have like thousand square foot kitchens now and two dishwashers and you know so then they have all of this that grandma didn't have and they get into the room and um, I just can't imagine that they're going to feel grandma's kitchen but what if instead they thought about the way the windows were facing in Grandma's kitchen and if it was north light and remembered a cookie that she baked and the smell of that and just really tried to tap in more to the senses. And I think that's what so many talented architects, um, you know, explore yeah. those kinds of ideas. Tap in, uh, tap into the senses. So you're tapping into all the senses, the smell, taste, uh, sight, uh, 
uh, you know, everything. How, it looks like, do you do that, in our, if not you, even the editors, the, everyone, are they doing that with almost every topic, a subject, and photograph? Because it looks very, um, as much as it's unique, it still has range. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, is that, again, by design, to have that sort of range within your publication and uh, for your for your subscribers and your readers, yeah, I think um, it, there's a lot of ranges that we cover. Um, you know, we talked briefly about um, sort of high end. We also we try to cover a range on that, affordable yeah. to high end, um, and uh, and we really try to let the story and the people's story come out of the photographs. Um, before we started, there weren't really any people in Shelter Magazine photographs, and okay. I think that was one thing that our original team, um, yeah. you know, really heralded. And um, and also, like, the original graphic designer and the designers still today are really, really, like, exploring how the type works with sort of our day and because we've had to change because life changes and art changes and and how they sit on the page and they don't conflict you know they don't they typically don't um compete with the photography yeah so i like that so you're not competing with the photography of it how else are, are do you um what el- what inspires you now, even personally, to mm-hmm. ke- keep going with not just the magazine, but your own personal life? Yeah, because you got the, you know you're lighting up the room already. But w- what is it that personally inspires you now to keep going and uh, build it even greater? Than yeah, it is. it's still architecture and design and the people yeah. I'm working with, and um, you have two and, two two kids, fifteen, right? And of course, yeah, my yeah. kids and my husband. Yeah, and how, how are they help you know involved as involved? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're as I mentioned before we came on. They're they're fifteen year old twins, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just such a great age. Um, <laughs> I just I love it. The, from everything, I think. Um, music, so how is it when you come? Music home? has become a big thing. We all oh, okay. we have a really nice uh, turntable music yeah. system, and we listen to records together. And uh, they laugh at my dancing. <laughs> and it's just a really good life yeah Yeah. and then my husband and i have a great relationship and we laugh a lot and laughing is important as you know we laugh a lot here yeah as well in fact our uh, darlene has to adjust sometimes the levels because i tend to if well if if the guest is funny, yeah. I'll laugh. But, but she has to make oh, so it. That'll be the barometer. Have you had to adjust the levels yet? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're both sharing in this. Yeah. So, so you, you have your husband, your family. Do you have any pets? Yes, and we okay. have a sweet um, black lab. Oh, yep. really? Named Dutch. Dutch. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, how how uh, how much is Dutch involved with everyone's life? Is it is Dutch uh, just as part of the family as everyone else, or is Dutch? Um, oh no, he's very much. Like, he goes. To, he's not like often. He a, goes to work with Chris every day. And oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep, he's very much a big oh. part of our life. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you're getting inspiration for that. What type of um? What else do you do? You listen to the music. Is there anything like to? You, do you listen to a specific genre of music or? I've really been liking hip hop. Okay. Yeah, and um, from your kids, have they introduced you to to uh, no, hip hop? a little no? older okay. stuff, I think. Probably okay. more from my husband. Oh, but, really? Oh, yeah. so he's hip-hopping in through the house? What else I'll In his say, socks and everything? Yeah. Oh. oh, he's like a great dancer. Oh, really? And we'll dance, yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> in, the, in the living room or wherever it is. Yeah. So do you have the sound system throughout the house? It's... No, just really in the living room. Okay, so it's just Yeah, we tried room. a sound system that was mudded into the ceiling. When yeah, we... how did it work? Because we lived in it for 10 years, and then we did a major remodel um, upstairs where Chris was finally able to kind of have his say or yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's be- I say. mean it's beautiful it's so so he created a beautiful house for us and and uh yeah so we had these speakers all over and yeah. and they sounded like they were mudded into the ceiling oh, you know. <laughs> yeah so, so now it's one room and, yeah, uh, yeah just really good speakers yeah. no I think yeah. it's really imp- it's really uh vital that you have that sense of uh that home life that just can emanate throughout your all facets of your life, not yeah. just your personal, I, but your business. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah. is. And that's where I see, like, when you came in, it's like, oh, there's Laura's here. He was like, hey, let's get this going. You know, it wasn't <laughs> a, who is this? What do we do? It was, it was a, m- much more um, flowing. And yeah. speaking of that flowing, the magazine also has, it does, it has a, a flow to it. Again, is that by design or am I just, it's just my interpretation? And if I'm wrong, tell me. You know, I don't no, get no. offended. I mean, I, yeah. I think that's a great compliment to our design and uh, editorial team. And they're based in New York. Our, our print team is currently in New York and out here is mostly j- digital. Okay. Um, How so did that occur? Kind of, Were there, uh, there... Yeah, it was a long... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Really? I mean, we've yeah. been through so many ups and downs and twists and turns, uh, in, you know, <sighs> economically, but then also we're in this... Uh, publishing world that um yeah it but we're in a great place right now um i have a great team in new york putting out that magazine and and i mean they're of course i'm looking at the projects and and working with them closely but they're really like such professionals and concerned about every detail of that flow and the whole the whole package Sounds like they're part of your family as well even though they're not physically there well they're great people yeah that's for sure yeah so how, how do you, how does i'm curious how do the mag how you see the magazine do they say okay here laura here's what it's going to look like next month i don't know if it's that detailed or or it's just you know here's what we're looking at it really varies we definitely go back and forth on the cover and um and like i said i see most of the projects that are going to be in but Typically, it's it's after it, it's printed. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so it's after it's so as funny as as much as we're in the digital age, obviously, that tactile feel yeah. is still what determines. Okay, it's go. Yeah. Oh wow! And so that's done in New York. So it's New York. Yeah. Design and design and editing. Yeah. Is New York okay? Yeah. Okay. Any reason why you chose New York other than it's Well, we vibrant? did need more sen- uh, more presence there. It's, okay. you know, New York is like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's alive. Well, I mean, so <laughs> Talk is about it here. design culture. It's, yeah. it's a lot more happening there than it is here. Does that contribute to the magazine as well, that sort of inspiration in uh, New York? Yeah, I think so. Okay, really? Yeah, that our editors can be around um, a lot of the um, designers and brands and architects that are are happening out there and then yeah. a lot of our advertisers are out there so it's important too for that yeah okay mm-hmm. so you have a is it um mostly east coast west coast or no kind of a balance of both as far it's as mostly west coast oh oh you mean advertisers yes. the advertisers are national yeah they're and international, international. yeah but mostly yeah. people are buying the um print for the u.s reach yep. yeah mm-hmm. when you start first started dwell was that something that you obviously uh 
it's important, but and it lends to the magazine itself because again, sometimes the ads and the topic they're they're consistent. At least that's what I what I noticed. So it's consistent. Do you always look for that sort of again? We're going to use the word flow. That flow between the advertisers, the topic, and the content. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's not just hey, uh, why don't we put. Uh, you know, this refrigerator or this flooring here. No, yeah. you're, you consciously... I mean, sometimes there's last-minute things, but, yeah, that, that yeah. come in. Yeah, how much is last-minute in publication? I, I... Uh, it's not... I. Well, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm blessed to not be so... Uh, Hands on the all the time yeah. with the um, with the closing yeah. of the book because it is pretty crazy. It can get yeah. pretty crazy. Now, how about like your first issue? I'm curious to find out what. How was that whole experience? I know you're getting married. Yeah. Did you get married the same month it went out? October. Yeah. Two thousand. Yeah. You, the same month. I mean, no, actually, I think it was printed by August or something like that. End of okay. August, and then it hit the newsstands in maybe end of September or something. So, yeah. Okay. Um, how was that, the first issue, and getting married at the same time? So all those stress levels. Um, we got to Bali, and I didn't know what to do <laughs> with myself. I didn't know how to relax. There was just so much, I think, had been going on. Yeah. That we actually cut some of Bali short and went to Tokyo, where I was much more comfortable. <laughs> so you cut your honeymoon short. Well, we went to Tokyo. Okay. Just to something more like... Did it ease your stress a little bit? Knowing? Yeah. Oh, it did? I liked, okay. I liked, yeah. Kind yeah, of, what is it about Tokyo point, you I don't like? know. I, oh, I just loved how yeah. different everything was. And, um, yeah. I want to hear that. How, how was it, like, in Tokyo? Did it, did it also help inspire you even further? Uh, or more so? I'm not sure. We weren't there that long. But there was a really cool guy, um, Tiro Kurosaki, who... Um, had this store there called E-Day. And What's he, it, E-Day? E-Day okay. and I-D-E-E. And that may still be around, but I don't think he's involved. And But he really is credited with launching a lot of designers from this Tokyo designer block thing that he used to do. And, um, and yeah, we were lucky to get to see him. And, yeah, yeah. he was an inspiration for sure. Yeah. How was the, your magazine as inspired other architects as well, or at least given them recognition and um, notori- notoriety yeah. might be much of a reach, but at least recognition. Has it also done so? I would think so. I'm asking a baited question, but how so? You know? Oh, yeah. We definitely are. We always love to hear that people get work from being in Dwell because we so believe in well, I never their, thought of that. their they really can get projects. Work, huh? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think uh, we're. I mean, the whole reason is to prom- that I started was to promote architects, basically, and and their work. That really, if you put that, yeah, t- to promote architects and their work. Yeah, and <laughs> but there's no end to this. What's your yeah. experience? There really is no end. Uh, yeah. Where? Uh, I know. What it's has been your response? If you can say some from today to even five years ago, the uh, from the architects. Now that they're familiar with the magazine and what you do, have they? Have you seen? What's it like when you see them in person and you haven't met them before? Do they come up to you and say, "Laura, I can't believe it! I saw my you know, project." And oh, sometimes, yeah, sometimes not even a lot. <laughs> no, I would think. I'm, well, it's I would not think like a ton I walk because... around with a name tag on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, no, hi, I'm Laura. No. Yeah, maybe I should try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely will do that when we come back. This is The Modern Architect on KZSU, Stanford 90.1 FM. 
Each year, the lighthouse touches the lives of thousands of people, people who have been blind their whole lives or who are new to blindness because of eye disease or trauma. The lighthouse works to help people achieve independence, equality, and self-reliance through rehabilitation training and needed services. This includes access to employment, education, and vital government information. You can help. Donations are always appreciated. To learn more, visit lighthouse-sf.org. We're talking today with Laura Deem, founder and CEO of Dwell Magazine. Dwell brings the very best of modern living, architecture, and design. For more information, feel free to visit www.dwell.com. That's www.dwell.com. Laura, we're looking here at, uh, uh, at this this month's, this right? This this is a this is our website. Okay, yeah. It changes every day. Yeah, share with us. We're gonna have to use theater of the mind since there's not obviously visual cues. Um, what what was the uh, kind of the inspiration for? Uh, I noticed the beautiful container home. Yeah, um, uh, the inspiration for the current iteration of Dwell dot com mm-hmm. um, was really meeting Dave Morin, who was an early Facebook guy, and. Um, he, uh, you know, um, invested in Dwell and just um, is basically as obsessed with um, <laughs> design and architecture as I am and so many of us are. Um, and, and wondered if there was a way that we could have a website that was more than a blog, but more of a community. And, um, and you know, I, I think... Um, so many great features have been built. Like we, uh, people can upload their own homes. So we get beautiful homes every day, uh, come in and mostly it's architects uploading them, which is great because they have beautiful photography and beautiful projects. And then we can write stories about them or promote them. And, um, and then of course we're constantly being pitched other ones, other ways, um, and, and finding other ones. So, I'm just really pleased with how much great architecture we have on the site right now. Yeah, it's, it's endless. How about Instagram? What, how, yeah. long, how long have you been in, so uh, committed to Instagram? Because um, that's how I find you. I mean, uh-huh. great pieces. Yeah. No, thanks. no, I know I'm promoting you like crazy, but I mean it. Yeah, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Um, well, it's just a great platform for yeah. photos. And that's, you know, anytime we do surveys on the readers or anything like that, they love photos. And, um, and... So yeah. Instagram's perfect. For Very that. interesting that uh, you say you uh, love photos and we're talking about Instagrams. An architect friend of mine, Wolfgang Wagner, uh, said just a couple of days ago, he's talking about some of his work on Instagram. And he felt he went through all of them, saying you know, Twitter, uh, email, blogs, all those things. And he said something I thought was really ins- interesting and relevant to Instagram. Is he said it's really like a postcard was in the 40s and 50s mm. and 60s. It has that sort of appeal and tactileness, which is really very rare in a digital age, that you can capture what a postcard is right. f- in, through Instagram. Right. And so I, I thought I'd, I'd, uh, I'd share that with you, that uh, it's a very effective um, means of reaching people in a, in a very tactile way that is digital. Yep. And I'm just, uh, is that, have you experienced a lot of response from the Instagram? Yeah, we're lucky yeah. to have over a million followers. Is it and, one million? Yeah. You're over one million followers. Yeah. And... Um, and we also have um, separate accounts for Dwell Shop and Dwell Made, which is a series of videos that we're doing on DIY. Um, 
and well travel we're getting really into travel so the idea is that the site exists for all of those that are sort of somewhat obsessed with design yeah. and architecture <laughs> and and that uh, we hope that we can provide a lot of utility um, so if someone's going about wanting to or, or doing a remodel or anything like that that they can find what they need on Dwell and get inspiration and get practical things too. And then we know that when you travel, you also want to stay in um, sort of like-minded or, or like, you know, similar yeah. places. So uh, we're doing short-term rental um, on the site too. And so people can upload their own homes and for a, a fee um, appear as a short-term rental. And then you just click out to... Uh, wherever home away or whatever to to so book like it. To do that. So yeah. in essence, Dwell Media. So it's now I'm understanding more. Dwell Media is more than just the magazine, and there's a there's for lack of better there's a brand about Dwell for sure. Yeah, and it's going into relevant industries that. Uh, um, <laughs> Am I saying it correctly? Yeah. It's like a brand now, it looks like. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I always sort of shied away from the word lifestyle, but yeah. <laughs> I guess you can say it. I mean, yeah. usually if you're into architecture and design, you sort of want to uh, go to restaurants that are well-designed and go to travel in nice pla you know, places that are... Oh. Well considered. Yeah, so you can be. There's going to be a term at some point called like a person is a dwellian or something. Oh, know? a dwellian! I haven't heard that one. No, I didn't a either. Lot, I just made up for it. We have a lot of people describe their homes in real estate ads as a dwell home or da da da. See, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And we're going to do real estate next on the site too. Are you really? Well, oh just my, are a, you going to focus a curation of what's for sale, and then you click out. So it's sort of um, people can just upload them. For a fee or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So w w any particular area, if you're at liberty to share, we're going to start? You're going to start with? Uh... No, it's really going to be, I mean, we're doing real estate on the site right now because it does, it always performs really well. We're all interested in the, that house in L.A. Yeah. that, you know, apparently there was a house in L.A. that was on a couple of days ago that w uh, was 1.3 or something. And my friend called and it's, it's they got 27 offers and double the asking price. And I don't know, you know, it, oh. I, we do have really good distribution and I, I don't know, we'll never know yeah. if it was because of us or not, yeah. but it, um, it'd be hard. Yeah. It, it was a interesting I would, case study. I, I think it's, it definitely is. Now, it, with, is that primarily U.S. based? Is it going to be U.S. based? The, the digital is really, I mean, we have uh, international readers for sure, but uh, we're focused on the U.S. market. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, how, how did, when did... But our, our houses are everywhere. You okay. Know, they've always been. International. Yeah. Now, how, how about uh, Dwell Media, if you don't mind sharing a bit about it. How did Dwell Media come about, or was it always Dwell Media yeah. at the beginning? Uh, the former CEO had a lot of experience in uh, event, the event business. So we did a, an event in L.A. for a number of years yeah. called Dwell on Design, and we've since licensed it to a yeah. company. That's one of the largest in the country now, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. a pretty big design show. But, um, you know, so at that time, we were really thinking of this sort of omni-media strategy. And uh, and we still are. I mean, we'll probably do some sort of Dwell Academy type thing or, yeah. you know, different um, things. But right now, it feels really nice to just be focused on digital and print. Because digital yeah. is like, you know, it it requires a lot of, um, a lot of thought and... 
I find it really fascinating. Dwell Academy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so people can learn how to be dwell. Learn how to dwell. Yeah, architects <laughs> could come, or you know, or or people that are embarking on yeah. their own projects. Has that <laughs> happened yet? I'm, I'm I'm envisioning. You know, we have done programming at the Dwell on Design shows before, um, but no, we haven't just focused on on so much on. Yeah, just uh, content like that. So you're, you're. Uh, I'm looking at a physical structure, maybe even giving you, providing you an idea of an actual commercial sky high rise that's more modern. That's a dwell building. Has that ever entered your mind where it's it's done by dwell? Yeah. Really, it has. We'd love to. We'd love to. Oh, you'd do love a hotel to. Okay. Or... Okay. Yeah. How about a dwell? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that dwell hotel or any hospitality? Or... Yeah. You have? We, or no, you're... we haven't. Okay. Well, I mean, we've done a room in a hotel once or something like that. I don't know. But but, but an actual yeah. hotel. Yeah. That's a line itself, we'd, like Marriott's uh, Hyatt. We'd Four love Seasons. it. And we've sort of explored, but haven't um, haven't really yeah. been able to focus on on all the different brand extensions. Oh well, I I love hotels. That's why, and not yeah. all of them are very, really nice. But I, I can imagine they're all nice and that they're they're accommodating. But there's more to just being accommodated yeah. in a hotel. So you've thought of possibly doing that as well. Yeah. How about a, d- a design school? Yeah. Do you have versions of that or? or uh... Well, we don't have any sort of academy right now. It's really just a thought. Um, okay. But, oh, but I know you with yeah. the thoughts. Those <laughs> thoughts just go, those co- thoughts become um, real, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, but there's only so much time one can do. Yeah. I mean, but I, yeah, I mean. We're, yeah. How we're about for your kids? You know, for, for them to be involved. Are they involved a, a little bit now, just to kind of share with them how this could be, you know, be a legacy? Yeah, yeah. they um, sort of shy away from coming into the office, huh. okay. um, uh, but they love talking about it all. Oh yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of advice and. Oh did yeah, they? yeah. Of course, and that's a great age too, fifteen, to be able to. They know, huh? Yeah. And so you've got you've got them exposed to it. Um, I'm curious, how is their, their advice? Is there anything that they've ever suggested that's like you've really gone, hey, you know what, I think that's a good idea? Because I, I have a 15-year-old as well. I my daughter and, and, and something about, um, you know, some negotiation or something. I was, And she was like kind of astute in how she was thinking of it. I like that. Yeah. She, she was astute with it. With all this... Um, how often, I don't know if you take quantify the growth or like do you have set goals like next year we'd like to be here. Or yeah. Whether it's financial or distribution, yeah. so you have those. How yeah. often are they exceeded within, those, say, the last two or three years? Uh, no, not really. It's, okay. been, it's been a bit of a challenge because only a year and a half ago we launched this new platform. So sort of when you launch a new platform, we started back on um, – you know, on organic search traffic, we kind of went, we had to kind of grow that back up and, and, uh, and just figure out what the site was and, and how best it was serving our audience. But now we're really, we're growing healthily. You're growing healthy. And we go, we'll go back to a word we used a while ago, the authentic yep. is to be true to yourself as much as you can. Is that something kind of a mantra that you walk around with that hey look let's be we got to be authentic with this um, and if it sounds presumptuous so what it just it's like it's important you know yeah. i think and it's it just looks reflective of of uh, your entire publication the digital is just such a 
a nice thread that goes through, you know, it's a pretty timeless. Is that another thing you're yeah, looking at? Yeah, I think timeless, authentic, optimistic, um, you know, familial, yeah. um, friendly. <laughs> friendly. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, well, we're like, unfriendly. Yeah. 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 And I, how about they, like Grandma's Kitchen, you're going, it, uh, just really neat about that is if I envision smell through that and if everyone's had the, the, the fortune to experience that to how to capture that essence even with all the modern technology and all the options that we have available. Can you share with us kind of how you go through, you know, that try to capture that grandmother's kitchen? Yeah. Well, that is um, why you hire an architect and you let him or her kind of do their work. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it's still really unfortunate in a way, maybe even it's become more so to sort of, think that one can just do it themselves with, I mean, of course, like architects, I mean, you don't need an architect for everything and, um, I think and not everyone can though. afford them, but you really, I mean, the, I think their value is so underrated still. And the people that have the privilege to work with an architect often kind of don't let them do their work. One analogy I have, like, if you, the, how different is it if you say, I would like a wood deck outside my kitchen with a side, sliding glass door that's four feet by ten foot, and you tell the architect that, versus telling the architect, I want to eat outside. Uh-huh. And okay. letting the architect kind of, like, do some art yeah. and, and think about that. And um, I just think that leads to more lasting solutions and of course if some reason the architect didn't did a design that was fantastic but you couldn't eat outside then it it was a failure (laughs) you know but I mean they they have to yield also to your ideas but I think um I I just really encourage people to find an architect that they love Mm -hmm. and then let them do innovate Yes, innovate is a very good word there. You look at the uh, oh, yeah. other show, the yeah. innovators. Uh, the undervalued. What else can be done, do you think, other than what you're doing, which and continue to do, to bring value to great or even good architects? Is there anything socially? <laughs> well, I, I, here, here's, here's my take on it. I, I believe, and as I share with you, that architects um, make architects mandatory. And I get a lot of flack and a lot of email, and I don't mind anymore. Some yeah. great, some insul- insulting. <laughs> and it's okay because I believe art- architects need to be mandatory. Obviously, you t- you do as well with Dwell Magazine. Yeah. Are there any other um, – have you experienced any dialogue or, or feedback from architects who said, you know, you have made some of my work that really wasn't recognized more recognized? Has that occurred? Oh, yeah, that's occurred a lot. But I've also gotten um, that uh, – you know, people somehow think that um, this stuff can be done affordably, really affordably somehow, because uh, I don't know. They might have seen it and dwell and think it's affordable, not necessarily. So um, it's, uh, yeah, no, architects are happy we're here, and, and yeah. I'm happy to help. That's excellent. This is The Modern Architect, KZSU 90.1 FM, Stanford. 
Arts Earth is a nonprofit media organization headquartered in the San Francisco Bay Area that promotes the arts worldwide by providing complete event promotion for artists, organizations, promoters, and venues. Arts Earth covers dance, film, literature, music, theater, visual arts, and multimedia. Featuring original reviews of performances, exhibits, and showings, fundraisers, and live engagements worldwide by the Arts Earth staff. For more information, please visit artsearth.org. We're talking today with Laura Deem, founder and CEO of Dwell Magazine and Dwell Media. Dwell brings the very best of modern living architecture and design. For more information, you can visit www.dwell.com. That's www.dwell.com. Laura, are are there any suggestions that you would um, offer for inspiring publishers or architects or uh, uh, people just looking to improve the lives of their homes? Are there any suggestions or ideas that you would... uh, Want to offer them, you know, I guess, our listeners? Are we winding down on the show? No, Is we're going to keep oh, going. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, because okay. um, I have a great story I want to. I want. I do want to weave in. Any suggestions? Um, I think really getting clear on what are some important ideas to you. What are some of your values that you might want to see expressed in your home? Because um, it's possible. You know, to to explore those things. I think there was a Rem Cool House house a long time ago. I can't remember the name of it, but I don't, I don't know if you remember. The elevator kind of moved up, like it was a floor that just dropped down, and the house was made for a man who was paraplegic, I think, or in a wheelchair, and and he had this feeling like he, because he was in a wheelchair, he didn't often get like scared. somehow and so he almost wanted this feeling of a little bit of like on edge and so that was an idea so like going deep and thinking you know i I don't i don't think i would want that as (laughs) an idea (laughs) but you know yeah it's like not judging it and really trying to understand um, yeah and then and then I really believe in the couple relationship and I really feel bad that sometimes couples are torn apart through renovations and remodels and and um I just think like it's not worth it and you should value the couple over over uh being right. Oh, nice one. What uh, what else have we, we there's a lot we have covered. In fact, we had had so many talking points to go over Lauren and we just <laughs> I didn't go over an, a lot of them. What else would you like to share with uh, our audience and your audience that uh, we may not have uh, we may not have covered in this uh, our radio show and podcast? Anything of any well, significance? Or we we're covering a lot. That's for sure. We are, we are covering a lot. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it, it just goes back again to like just really try to um, create. Um, and innovate and do original work. I think uh, that's really important and and difficult. Yeah. It's yeah. not easy, um, but it's sort of. Um, I think uh, we when we look back at what happened in mid century, that it sort of died out in the sixties and seventies. And and I often wondered if it was sort of the developers had discovered that modern can also be a cheap way to build, and so we kind of got a lot of flat roof apartments that were poorly detailed and that kind of got equated with modern design so everyone kind of went back and said 
give us some ornamentation. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I, I worry that that may happen too if uh, with this with this iteration of modern design, you know, like just because it has a flat roof or you know uh, lacks detail doesn't make it modern. You really need to, you know, you, you I like need that. To lacks, just because it lacks details does not mean it makes it mo- makes it modern. Right. Okay. It, I, it's are the are the details that are there really well considered, and does the material make sense for the use it's being used, and you know the scale and the bulk and the height. I mean, it all still has to be sensitive. And um, and again, honestly, architects go to school for a long time for this and practice this. So we, um, you know, a contractor usually can't. I mean. We need contractors, and and we need to highlight them more in the magazine, honestly, because they do great. They make this all possible. But, um, you know, I, I think it... How about the inception of it, though, needs to be... The inception, yeah. I, I think, yeah, needs to have more rigor and more experience behind it, um, that someone that really understands how it's going to sit on a site and how things can be resolved in really good ways. Those are a number of factors to consider if you really want to do I know. it right or be, you know, have um, inspired. So it sounds like you're inspired by your own home. I am. Yeah. and um, Even today? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, but I would say also about what's good about getting it right the first time is that it's going to last longer. Like people are tearing up houses all the time. And I said, <laughs> did some of it myself, but, um, you know, and if we talk about sustainability, yes. it's, and it's so needed. Um, I think that is the, one of the first things we can do is just make it so that no one, you know, it's right. Yeah. And it lasts. There's so many things that are just being torn down after yeah well it's kind of like a lot of things in life are like that they're throwaway or convenient mm-hmm. and there's not a real lasting uh, 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 not a lasting feel or a real effect of not just your personal world but your community yeah and um you're definitely addressing that with with dwell and it's it's amazing when i think of i'm glad we talk, brought up the uh, your early inspirations because i can see a lot of that essence is still here yeah. Is it really, or am I, I trying to I reading, so. read between things and it's unnecessary? But Yeah, I think so. I think I'm the same person. So. <laughs> <laughs> and where, where, it was Wisconsin, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so it was Wisconsin. And it, where, where it was, it was like a built-in bench on the stairwell? Or? Uh-huh. Yeah, right by the stairwell. And it fits you just perfect for that time. Yeah. And so you sat, where, where you sat down and said, this is just right. Yeah. And you looked, were there windows? Do you recall if you're looking? Yeah, there were windows. And the room was small itself because I don't know what it was, what type of room that's called in a Victorian house. But So you had the small room, oh, you sat sweet. on the bench that was built ready for you. Yeah. And you looked out. Like, this at, is going to be okay. That's, <laughs> that's great. And it inspired? Well, if you maybe. look back. Yeah. Yeah, if you look back, no, no, I like to see see things that go full circle. Yeah, or that, or that we're, yeah, we're struck by something, or that something happens in our heads. Yeah, I, this one story that I wanted to tell briefly was um, there was an electronic musician from the '40s, I think. I mean, he was living in Paris in the '40s, studying brain chemistry, mm-hmm. and he learned um, he was going to be a doctor. He learned about the, how these certain neurotransmitters or the serotonin levels were increased with certain sounds. And he became so fascinated with that that he dedicated his life to making sounds that made people happy. Uh, and 
his name's Jean Jacques Perry, and he's passed away. But he, I think that what's that's his name? Jean Jean Jacques Perry. Jean Jacques Perry. Okay. And I think uh, that's what architects do too. I think that they're really after this, like wanting to make a space that makes people feel more present, more happy, you know, and um, and more authentic. Outstanding. Yeah. Laura, it's been a pleasure and honor having you here oh, today. Thank you very really much. Fun. It's been really fun. Thank you very much. I hope you consider coming back sometime in the near future. That sounds great. Excellent. You've been listening to The Modern Architect. I'm Tom Dioro. Our guest today has been Laura Deem, founder and CEO of Dwell Magazine and Media. Dwell brings an aesthetic in home design that is modern, idea-driven, and sensitive to social and physical surroundings. At home in the modern world. For more information, feel free to visit www.dwell.com. That's www.dwell.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another outstanding architect, engineer, influencer, or civic leader committed to positive and sustainable cities, communities, and lives. Dwell brings the very best of modern living, architecture, and design. One of its only kind, the publication explores the concept of considering both interior and exterior designs of a home while striving for harmony. Dwell also brings an aesthetic in home design that is modern, idea-driven, and sensitive to social and physical surroundings. Dwell strives for you to always feel I like this. At home in the modern world. For more information, feel free to visit dwell.com. That's www.dwell.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another outstanding architect, engineer, influencer, or civic leader committed to positive and sustainable cities, communities, and lives. The Modern Architect is recorded at Stanford University Studios in Palo Alto, California and is a production of KZSU Radio. Today, the recording engineer is Darlene Franklin, chief engineer Mark Lawrence, and we're all assisted by Caleb B. Smith. And the executive producer and host of The Modern Architect is Tom Dioro. If you wish to contact us, our email address is interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu. That's interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu.